In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to testify to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Good afternoon. My name is Ed. I'm one of the pastors here at Church by the Bridge. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as Renee said, this is our, our gift to you this Christmas. Uh, inside of that, you'll find a little explanation about the meaning of Christmas. Uh, that's a great little thing to read. And also, you'll have a little welcome card. Uh, we'd love you to jot down that you've been here, ask any questions, perhaps request any prayer points. Uh, if you want to find out more about Church by the Bridge, uh, this is a great way to get in touch with us. Uh, we, you can pop these in our offertory collection, which will come round during the last song this afternoon. Uh, all our offertories taken at Christmas time go to the work of Anglicare, who support needy people around our city, especially at this time of Christmas. So that will be during our last song this afternoon. I've got the privilege of uh, explaining and, and helping us think through God's word and what God wants to say to us this Christmas. It's a big responsibility and we need God's help as we do it. So why don't we pray and ask God to help us. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would give us open eyes to see you, open ears to hear you, open hearts to receive you, open wills to obey you. God, speak to us now so that we might understand who you are and all you've done and given to us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's Christmas time, and uh, it would be great if you've got your little John's Gospel open, because uh, we're going to be thinking through that reading that Renee just read to us. Uh, Christmas is a very different time for adults as it is for children, isn't it? Uh, nowhere is that more clear than in the Christmas list. When I was a child, my Christmas list was all the things that I hoped to receive. Lego, a bike, an Inspector Gadget toy. Now that I'm an adult, 
Well, my Christmas list is all the things that I need to do, chores I have, things that have to get done before this unreasonable deadline of the 25th of December. I've got to buy the presents, wrap the presents, buy the ham, cook the ham. I've got to mow the lawns, hang the lights, give out those token Christmas gifts to all my friends at work. All these things that we have to do at Christmas. When it comes to our approach to God at Christmas time, what sort of attitude should we come to him with? As is so often the case with God, it's a childlike attitude that he's after. It's an attitude that comes to him and comes not ready to give to him more time, more energy, more effort, more money, more prayers, more church. No, an attitude that comes to God and receives, that sits and takes from God and says thank you. That's what God wants from you at Christmas. He wants you to receive from him, to say thank you, and take hold of his gift. Well, we just had read to us before the beginning of John's eyewitness account of Jesus' life. John was one of four people who wrote an account about the life of Jesus. John spent three years, night and day, walking and talking with Jesus. And he begins his account with an introduction, a big picture introduction. It kind of reads a little like the beginning of Star Wars, you know, that scrolling writing that comes along the screen. It paints a vast picture. It says, this is a story that began long, long ago. And it's a story that will stretch into the future. It has huge implications for us all. It is all about light triumphing over dark, good triumphing over evil, and it all rests on one person. That person is Jesus, and John wants to tell you all about him. Have a look at some of the huge claims that he makes about Jesus in the first few verses, if you've got it open in front of you. Verse 1, John uses the word, the term word to describe Jesus. He says, Jesus is eternal. He was there in the beginning, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word, that is Jesus, was with God, and Jesus was God. Huge claims. Eternal and God. He was with God in the beginning. Gets bigger. Verse 3, through Jesus all things were made. Without him Nothing was made that has been made. Everything exists because of Jesus. Everything is sustained because of him. Big picture about who this Jesus is. For simplicity, we're going to focus this afternoon on just one verse. This verse here, verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Christmas time, there is a lot of giving and receiving to do. But when it comes to you and God, God has done all the giving, and he just wants you to receive. So let's think about what he has given to us. I had to do some Christmas shopping recently. One of the things that I find difficult when Christmas shopping is there's so much to choose from. I was searching for Lego Ninjas called Lego Ninjago this year. This was my task. And I went to Maya. And then I thought, I wonder what David Jones has. So I went to David Jones. Then I thought, I wonder what Hobbyco has. Everywhere I went, more toys, more opportunities, more vast array of Lego Ninjagos to choose from. When it comes to God, 
what would he give you at Christmas? Think about his options. Well, we just found out. He, he created everything. He owns everything. It's all his. It's all his to give. What would God give you at Christmas? Well, he decided to give us the most precious thing he had. What does our verse say? The first sentence, the word became flesh. God looked at everything that he had, everything that he could give you, and he gave you the most precious thing he could give, the gift of himself. When Jesus entered into the world, he didn't come in the appearance of a man. He wasn't a ghost in, in, uh, in various forms appearing from time to time. No, he was flesh and blood, human like you and me. God knows what it's like to dwell in these fragile, vulnerable bodies. God knows what it's like to be weak and vulnerable as a baby. He knows what it's like to be full of energy and and enthusiastic as an infant. He knows what it's like to have acne and be awkward as an adolescent. God has dwelt in these bodies. He has felt our pains. He knows our frustrations. But God didn't come and become flesh so that he could understand us. He already understood us. He came so that we could know him. Our, our, uh, our verse here continues. Jesus, the word, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The word that we have written dwelling there uh, is a word in, in the original language. Literally, it's the word tented or tabernacled. Uh, if you've read much of the Bible before, you would know that the word tabernacle was the place that God gave his Old Testament people thousands of years ago, the place where they could come to him and meet with him because he wanted to meet with them. God has always, throughout the ages, wanted to meet with us. He has wanted us to know him. Well, in time, that tabernacle was replaced by a temple, and the temple became the place where you would come and meet with God because he wanted to meet with you. And in time, that temple was replaced by a person, a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is the place where you go to meet with God because God wants to meet with you. Which is why we want this to be a gift that you take home and use. Because if you want to encounter the living God, if you want to experience God, then the place to do that is in his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a truth that is uh, expounded if you have a look with me at verse 18 in the bottom of that page. It tells us this, No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. If you want to know and encounter God, the way to do it is through Jesus. That is why God gave himself to you, so that you could know him. So God has given you himself, the most precious thing he has. What does he want us to do? How does he want us to respond? He wants us to receive him. He wants us to receive the gift of Jesus. And he wants us to acknowledge three things about him that we have from our verse here today. He wants us to receive Jesus, understanding that he is glorious. I've got the wonderful opportunity of speaking with lots of people uh, about their opinions about Jesus. 
And one of the surefire ways I've found to work out if someone's never read much about Jesus at all is based on how similar they think their life is to the life of Jesus. If they say to me something like, oh yeah, Jesus and I, you know, we were on about the same kind of stuff. We're both into loving, you know, and uh, I'd never treat anyone the way that I don't want to be treated. Well, as you read about Jesus in these pages, you will see that although he became like us in our humanity, he was so unlike us in the way he lived out that humanity. He was glorious, glorious in his obedience and his relationship with his Father. He was glorious in his humility and in his service and love of others. He was glorious in living the life that God wanted you and I to live. He lived it perfectly. And then he was glorious in giving up his perfect life in the place of you and I, dying a death that you and I deserved so that we could be brought into relationship with the Father. He was glorious in his perfect life. Next thing to know about Jesus the Son is that he is the way, receive him as the way to know God as Heavenly Father. Uh, Many of us feel like we might know God. Perhaps we we feel like we might know about him. Uh, We might have been to church. We might have been baptized or or confirmed. Uh, We might have had a parent who was a church warden or a minister. Uh, But there is only one way to know God. And it's not through someone else. It's not through some experience. It's through Jesus and through Jesus to know him as Father. That is the test of whether or not you know God. It's whether you call him Father. That's what John was on about in verse 12. Take a look. Verse 12, he says, To all who did receive Jesus, to those who believed in his name, Jesus gave the right to become children of God. If you really know God, if you receive his gift of himself to you, then you will know God as your father. That is his gift to you. And the last thing about receiving Jesus, receiving God's gift of himself to us, is that we are to receive him as one who is full of grace and truth. I'm not sure how you feel when you get to this time of year. I'm feeling spent, I'm, I'm empty, I'm thinking, how am I going to get to next Christmas? It's good to know, isn't it, that there is someone who never runs empty, who never gets dry, who never runs out of grace, and that is Jesus himself. Verse 16 explains, it's out of the fullness of Jesus that we have received grace in place of grace already given. Friends, as you think about next year, as you think about all that is ahead of you, God does not ask more of you, not more of your time, more energy, more effort. He asks you to have more of him, to receive his grace, to receive his love, because when God has your heart, he has all of you. And so, as you think about Christmas and you think about what attitude you're going to come to God with this Christmas, what is it that God wants from you? Well, he's given you his very, very best. He's given you the most valuable and precious thing he has. He's given you himself. 
So how does he ask you to respond? With open hands, with an open heart, saying thank you. Thank you for giving yourself to me so that I can know you. Thank you for giving yourself to us in the person of Jesus so that we can know you as Father, so that we can be filled up with what we lack, grace, grace and truth. And so we can have the wonderful gift of life with God, both now and evermore. Friends, it would be a shame to receive a wonderful, most precious gift that anyone could ever give you and leave it behind in the place you came to celebrate Christmas. Will you take up the gift of Jesus, receive God's gift of himself to you, and know the joy of knowing God as Father and having Jesus as your Lord? Let's pray that we will take hold of his wonderful gift to us. Our Father in heaven, you so loved the world. You so loved each and every adult, boy, girl, man, woman, child in this place that you gave your one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God, you have given us your best. So please help us to receive from you this Christmas to be thankful, to accept the gift of Jesus, to know you as Father, and to be filled up with grace and truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.